the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Difference Makers. Welcome. My name is Mike Lee, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk at 100, now on 106.3 FM in East Portland and Vancouver. 93.9 93.9 KPDQ, AM 860, The Answer, KPAM, La Patrona, 1640, 93.1 El Rey, and 104.1 The Fish. And I'd love to talk with you about getting more people back to your church, sharing about your ministry through our free online church directory and church service live stream directory, expanding your ministry, business, or school beyond your walls, establishing yourself as an authority in your field, and becoming more known through radio, podcasting, and events, building awareness of your company or outreach by hosting our events at your location at no risk to you, marketing your message or brand directly to your target audience through the latest and most powerful online tools of Salem Surround, and most importantly, if your ministry leader or pastor could use a phone call, a word of encouragement, a cup of coffee, or a connection to others, please email me at mikelee at kpdq.com. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at K-P-D-Q dot com. Our very special guest today is no stranger to our radio stations. Her name is Kimberly Swenson of Pathways Clinic. And what I want you to do is check out some websites, which would include pathwaysclinic.care for potential patients, for potential patients, pathwayspartners.care for potential supporters, and make sure to follow Pathways Partners on Facebook. So welcome back, Kimberly Swenson. How are you today? I'm great, Mike. How are you doing today? I have no complaints, thank you. We always have tons of great stories to hear from you, Kimberly, and from the many people working with and blessed by Pathways Clinic. But we've got something special to talk about that's happening next week on 93.9 KPDQ and our sister station 104.1 The Fish. So tell us what we need to know. Well, we have been invited to participate in a radiothon for uh, both stations to help support Pathways Clinic and uh, get ultrasounds sponsored for mamas who need to meet their babies so that they can make great decisions for life for their for their children. That's a wonderful big picture of what Pathways Clinic does for young families, both before and after. So tell us, what's the big picture? What do people need to know about Pathways Clinic? What do you have and what do you not have? Well, in a nutshell, Pathways is a place where women can come and feel heard and accepted and loved uh, our staff and volunteers' main goal uh, is to be the hands and feet of Jesus to every person who walks through our door. 
And regardless of um, economic status, regardless of uh, any social status or identity, every person who walks through our door is going to be showered with love and compassion. And um, they're going to walk into a safe place where they can feel free to tell their story and share their hearts and their fears and know that they are going to be loved and accepted no matter what. We strive to make sure every woman knows about all of her options and that she knows the absolute truth about all of her options. There's not a question that our advocates or our nurses are going to shy away from answering about any of her options for her pregnancy. And beyond that, contrary to to popular belief out in society, um, a clinic like Pathways that people call a a pro-life clinic or a crisis pregnancy center is not just that. And we are not just, you know, you need to have your baby and that's the only way it can be. And good luck to you on your way out the door. It's that's a hundred percent opposite from the truth. We walk beside a woman and a family for as long as they have a need before, during and after their pregnancy we have social resources. We have a baby boutique with material items, diapers, wipes, and formula uh, to shower them with with love and support. We have um, ways to help them get insurance and find housing and uh, food support if they are in need or homeless. That's wonderful. It makes me think about my job resource friends. They want to give a hand up, not simply a one-time hand out. They want to put people in position to succeed in the future, not be reliant on them alone. And that really seems to be doing similar things to what you have at Pathways. When it comes to classes and training and mentoring versus just stuff. Now, the stuff in and of itself isn't a bad thing, and it is necessary. But you're more about the big picture, the person the soul, the family, the future, than simply the moment. So I love that. That's absolutely right. And um, we do offer parenting classes, but beyond parenting classes, we offer, um, it starts with um, pregnancy, then childbirth, then parenting, then life skills, how to buy a car, how to rent an apartment, financial literacy. Um, We offer uh, classes on relationships and how to connect and share custody if that is your situation. Um, the special thing about the classes that we offer is every single one has a spiritual component. And we don't have a single patient so far that has declined the spiritual component. Um, it's not something that is like forced upon someone. We ask a question, just like when we're in the room um, with a woman who comes in for a pregnancy. We offer prayer, we offer a spiritual conversation, but if it's not where they're at at that time, that's okay. We go on with the appointment and we plant seeds along the way because the only way that a family is going to grow and be secure is if it's built on firm foundations. And at Pathways, we believe that firm foundation starts with Christ. So I just want to reiterate the fact that Pathways Clinic is not giving out services courses and resources on a conditional basis you're loving on people because they need to be loved on 
and they need to be helped. But you're not only helping a certain demographic or faith. You're just helping people. Exactly. Anybody who walks into our clinic is going to receive help of some sort. Um, We have many patients who are not exactly patients. They're more clients. They come in just for the social resources. And it runs the, the spectrum of ages and relationships to the children and families that they're helping. Grandmas, aunts, uncles, moms and dads, whoever is taking care of a child can come and get help at Pathways. Anyone can come and get a pregnancy test at Pathways. Anyone can come and get STD testing and treatment at Pathways. Uh, starting uh, this week, actually, tomorrow, we have a mental health counselor coming on. Um, and we're still fleshing that out. But anyone will be able to come in and get those services. And the one thing that is extremely important to us and will never change is that we offer Everything that happens at Pathways Clinic, 100% free of charge. We don't charge the patient. We don't bill insurance. Everything that happens at Pathways is funded 100% by private donations. Which explains why we have this Radiothon coming up on 93.9 KPDQ and 104.1 The Fish to not only raise awareness of the wonderful resources provided by Pathways Clinic, but also how we can help which is often in a financial way. Maybe not everyone's called to run an ultrasound machine or teach a parenting class or mentor someone on their resources like finances, but a lot of us can write a check. So maybe it's a a regular ongoing donation or maybe it's a one-time donation, right? Yes, absolutely. And the reason that that's so important to us is because we strive so hard to be the hands and feet of Jesus God's love doesn't come with a string attached. So what we provide shouldn't come with strings attached. It's given freely by people. Many of the people, the wonderful volunteers that we have at the clinic and even employees have walked in the shoes of these women and families. And they know what it's like to be in that place. And they want to give back and and be the hands and feet because they didn't have that in their life. So not only are they clients, in some cases, they come back to help out at Pathways Clinic. Absolutely. So do you have any good recent stories to share with us when it comes to someone Pathways Clinic was able to help? We have so many stories. One that comes to mind is Elaine. And she came to Pathways three years ago from a place where she was making really bad decisions for her life. Um, She was doing drugs and having a, a bit of a promiscuous lifestyle, and she found herself pregnant, and she didn't know what to do. So she contemplated who she should call and where she should go and what she should do. And because we were located in this place where she grew up, she knew where we were. And so she called us first and she came in, she had a pregnancy test. She had an ultrasound. Um, She got to see uh, her beautiful baby on that ultrasound and see his heartbeat. And um, she was given a a care package when she left that day that included um, her prenatal vitamins and all kinds of resources for housing and support and 
a little baby hat, a little knitted baby's hat. And she will say in her testimony that that is one of the things besides the ultrasound that helped change her mind and set her on the course to clean up her life and choose life for her baby. And not so long later, her beautiful son was born and We like to affectionately call ourselves his grandmas at the clinic. He's got a whole clinic full of grandmas who absolutely adore him. And we love it every time she brings him to the clinic. And she still comes to the clinic three years later when she needs help. Diapers are expensive. Wipes are expensive. Kids' clothes are expensive. And they wear them for such a short time because they grow so fast. And um, one of the beautiful things to see Um, like with patients like Elaine, is that if they receive things from us, they bring things back to us, gently used baby clothes and the little shoes and things. They'll use them for their time, but then they'll donate them back to the clinic so that they can pass it forward to another mom. That is so sweet. So they've got some investment in Pathways Clinic themselves in addition to receiving resources and services and items. That's correct. That's correct. if little junior outgrows a size one diaper. They're going to bring them back for the next family's baby. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we've gotten to watch Benjamin grow as Elaine has come through the parenting classes. When she got pregnant and decided to keep her baby, she moved into sober living housing. And then she graduated out of that and has just flourished. She's now uh, her own boss and married and growing her family three years later. And um, she's got that foundation, and it's built. And it's built on Christ's love. So congratulations and a shout-out to Elaine and her husband and her lovely family. And I want to reiterate the fact that we're not looking down on people because each and every one of us, on our very best day, is as filthy as rags relative to the saving grace of Jesus Christ. And at the same time, we want to give credit words due because Elaine could have made a faster, more convenient choice. And instead, she chose life. And look at her beautiful family today. Yeah, I um, I tear up every time I, I watch her testimonial video. I, I can't help it. She She is just one of those people that you can see God working in. And it's just a beautiful thing to behold. And Elaine is only one of the many stories of people who've been helped out by Pathways Clinic over the years. So when we return, we're going to hear more from Kimberly Swenson of Pathways Clinic. And I've got some important website addresses I'm going to leave on the Difference Makers page at truetalk800.com. They are pathwaysclinic.care for people needing help, potential patients. And if you could consider prayerfully supporting the many wonderful things that Pathways Clinic is doing in our community, check out the website pathwayspartners.care. That's pathwayspartners.care. And make sure to follow Pathways Partners on Facebook. When we return, more with Kimberly Swenson of Pathways Clinic on Difference Makers.
Welcome back to Difference Makers. My name is Mike Lee, and our very special guest is from Pathways Clinic. And what I want you to do is check out her websites, which include pathwaysclinic.care. If you are experiencing a pregnancy or you need help with a young family, Pathways Clinics will be there for you 100% free of charge and unconditionally. Although they are based on faith, that's not a condition for the people they serve. Other websites would include pathwayspartners.care if you'd like to consider supporting the many great things they do in our community. And do make sure to follow Pathways Partners on Facebook. So, Kimberly, Pathways Clinic is currently located in Washougal, just a little bit east of the Vancouver, Washington area, still easy enough to get to for anyone coming from the Portland metropolitan area and certainly worth it with the number of things that you do. What kind of hours are you keeping considering you've got very few staffers, but a nice number of volunteers? Uh, We are currently open Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Hoping to expand hours and uh, possibly location in the not so distant future. We're we're kind of outgrowing our our beautiful uh, space that we have in Washougal. So we're we're praying about expansion and reaching out further into Clark County and maybe being more centrally located. What a great problem to have <laughs> to be growing out of your current facilities in Washougal. In fact, my pal Ann Reed and I did our first five k. <laughs> Pathways Clinic accidentally <laughs> because there's a little sign on the side of the path saying turn around for your 1K. And I guess, you know, talking to people as we are, we just kind of missed and <laughs> accidentally did a 5K. And it was it was a gorgeous day in Washougal. And in fact, one of our favorite churches is out there, Bethel Community Church in Washougal with Pastor Rich Blum yes. of the radio ministry WordWise. So, yeah, we have good times together, our stations and the fish and KPDQ and Pathways Clinic. So I hope and pray that whatever expansion you have in the future not only continues to serve the Washougal Camas community, but also countless other people that you'll be getting close to. Maybe that's Portland or Vancouver or are there any other communities you're looking at? We actually see uh, folks in the clinic now from all over Clark County, from Woodland. Um, we've had a couple come down from Longview uh, and from Portland as well. There are pregnancy clinics like Pathways out in the community, but we're spread out and kind of siloed and sometimes can be hard to find. So uh, you guys are helping Pathways not be so hard to find. Well, I'm so glad the word's getting out there more and more and more, Kimberly Swenson, about Pathways Clinic. And when you look at the news, it's disturbing to see that some people just don't play nicely. They break the laws in their eyes. The ends justify the means. And it could get ugly, if not violent, at times. So I know that many of the resource centers out there have been attacked and been threatened. So how is Pathways holding up? Pathways is holding up great. And I I think that is a testimony to um, just how much we are in the community providing not just the pregnancy um, services, but the social services. Uh, when the, the Roe versus Wade decision came down, um, 
we had just prior to that had a visit from an FBI agent who let us know that they were expecting things to happen. Uh, a clinic in Portland had already been firebombed. Um, a different clinic in Vancouver had already been targeted with uh, some graffiti and vandalism. And so um, our, our friendly neighborhood FBI agent came and talked to us about the things that we should have in place and, and some things that we should do. And um, we spent the money to do those things to make sure that we were protected. One of those things was um, security cameras. And um, I was out of town when the decision came down and the days leading up to it. And we had installed that security camera app on my phone so that uh, it would ding every time something moved outside of the clinic. And um, the night before and the day of the decision, my phone was dinging nonstop. And it's not because we had protesters, but it's because we had supporters and community members watching our clinic and walking around laying hands on it and praying over it. Wow, that must have made a beautiful statement to the community to see people out there, not people of anger and violence, but people of prayer and support. I love that. It's it it was a a pretty special experience. It 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 touched my heart and made me comfortable enough to turn those alarms off because I knew we were going to be okay. Well, the Bible tells us that we're not only fighting flesh and blood at times, but we're also fighting powers and principalities. So, are there other attacks that clinics similar to Pathways are going through in Washington State? Um, well, w- all of the clinics in Washington State are are currently watching the upcoming elections with a little bit of bated breath. Um, we have a, a candidate for governor who is very left-leaning and is not fond of having pregnancy clinics in his state and has made some pretty um, radical comments about wanting us to be on his agenda to push out and even make illegal to have in his state because we don't offer one particular service. There's also currently for consideration in our legislature in Washington, uh, Senate Bill 6151, I believe it is, And this one kind of makes me laugh a little bit. And it revolves around ultrasounds and who can perform them. And they are stating that an ultrasound can only be provided by someone who is licensed to provide a service. And it's within their their scope of licensure, like an RN or a sonographer or a physician who's been specifically trained to provide an ultrasound, but it also includes language that says or supervised by someone with that credentialing. Well, I've got news for them. I don't know of a single pregnancy clinic anywhere that doesn't have a licensed medical professional specifically trained in ultrasound providing an ultrasound. We would never let someone who's not trained in ultrasound and only supervised provide an ultrasound unless they were actually in training and had the basic schooling down before they were able to touch a patient. I haven't heard many stories of people being injured or hurt by having an ultrasound done, nor have I heard many stories about irresponsible sonogram machine usage. So this to me really appears to be 
a political bend. It, it, it has to be. Ultrasound is one of the safest medical procedures that you can have. It is a heat source. It does use heat. I don't know all of the physics behind it, but there is heat that is applied. But it's for such a small amount of time. You can have an ultrasound on any part of your body, and it will not cause damage unless you just left it on there for maybe hours at a time. And an ultrasound typically takes a few minutes, especially for our services. Ultrasound at Pathways is what we call an early pregnancy or limited ultrasound. And it's looking for three specific things to make sure a pregnancy is located where it's supposed to be located and not an ectopic pregnancy outside of the uterus, which is a life-threatening condition, to measure how far along the baby is by measuring, actually physically measuring the length of the baby from crown to rump, and then um, also making sure that there's a heartbeat, looking for that viability. And then we send that ultrasound scan off to a doctor to be read to confirm the pregnancy. So everything is 100% medically based and evidenced. The only place that I can think of that provides ultrasounds for a non-medical purpose is a wonderful organization in Vancouver. You're allowed to go in there and pay for an ultrasound so that you can have pictures of your baby. It's strictly for entertainment purposes, so to say. And they will train a person to provide an ultrasound just to look for gender and just to provide pictures of a baby. There's there's nothing medical about that appointment. And they do like the 3D and 4D and, and all of those things. But it, it's for happy parents to go in and see their baby outside of a doctor's appointment and have pictures to share. And that is the only type of organization that I can see that this bill would affect. I try to be as apolitical as possible. I believe that household to household, you ought to look at the candidates responsibly, think about it, pray about it, and see what works best for your vote. I do believe that too many men and women in this country have died over the years to allow us the privilege of voting. So if you don't vote at all, I think it's a waste. I think it's disrespect to the people who fought for those rights. And I think, right or wrong, I don't want to hear from you as much. If you didn't vote, whether you won or lost, I don't want to hear you complain because you didn't use your right to speak one way or the other. And I'm quite experienced in voting for the losing candidate, but I can sleep at night knowing I cast the candidate I believe the best, my vote, whether or not he or she won. I couldn't agree with you more. So are there people coming up in the next Washington state election that have been particularly helpful to what you're doing at Pathways Clinic, or at the very least, not against it, trying to put obstacles or bad press your way? Sure. Um, I don't know where everybody sits with their current election cycle. Um, I'm not a political person, so this kind of stuff, it just goes right over my head, and I get the voters pamphlet, and I read it, and I I vote to the best of my ability for my my conscience and my faith. A name that sticks out to me as someone who has been a wonderful supporter and attends our events and answers questions and helps out when she can and also is just a woman who has a heart for other women is Senator Linda Wilson. 
she runs an organization called Shared Hope International. She's I don't she runs it. She's part of that organization. And they actually help women escape human trafficking. And that's one of the things that Pathways strives to help with because every woman who comes through our clinic at the first part of her appointment is screened for human trafficking and domestic violence so that we can hopefully have a cause and effect and help someone get out of a situation like that. So Kimberly of Pathways Clinic, do you have any recent people you were able to help whose story stands out in your mind? I I have one that stands out in my mind because I was actually involved in the appointment and I've been with Pathways. I just started my, well, September started my fifth year and boy has it flown by. But when I first started, the clinic wasn't running at the capacity that it is now with the number of staff and volunteers. And it was very often back in the day that my body being in the clinic kept the doors open to have, you know, two staff members in the clinic to keep the doors open. And we had a young lady come in who the appointment was actually made. I I think it was by her sister. It was a sister or a friend. It's been a little while now. And that person knew who we were and what we, what we do. And that's where she wanted her her friend, sister to, to go for help and, and not a different kind of organization. So she made the appointment. She told her she was going to help her out and get her an appointment. And, um, we normally like to talk to the person that we're seeing on the phone for the appointment so that they know and understand who we are and what we do, but we didn't get to in this situation. And so when she came in, she came in with this support person that made the appointment. And she also came in with two young kiddos, one of which was still in diapers. Absolutely beautiful young woman and absolutely beautiful kids. And she she was just sullen in her demeanor. She filled out her paperwork. And as luck would have it, it was myself and a nurse that were at the clinic that evening when she came in. And so pinch hitting as I used to do, I provided the first portion of her appointment as the advocate. And the advocate is the person who talks to them about their situation, walks them through the paperwork and the screening to see where they are and what their mindset is at the time and to kind of gauge where they're at in their decision-making process. And so we're walking through the appointment and she is curled up in a you know, curled up position on the couch, just kind of leaned forward and tearful. And we walk through the questions and she answers them. And I asked her if she'd like to bring her, her friend and the kids back for the next part of her appointment with the nurse. And she looked at me like I was crazy. And she said, I don't want my kids there for that. And I said, well, we're, we're just going to, you know, take your your vitals and your medical history and in that small portion tonight and give you your pregnancy test. She's I'm not having a procedure today. And I said, no, we, we don't do procedures here. We walk you through the pregnancy test just to confirm that it's positive and we can get you set up with an ultrasound after a nurse takes your medical history, because there are things that can preclude someone having an ultrasound medical conditions. And at that point, when the realization struck 
that she was not about to walk into a room pregnant and walk out not pregnant, her whole body relaxed. Everything about her just relaxed. Her ears fell off of her shoulders. Um, she leaned back against the couch and cried and took a breath. I asked her, you know, you need anything? Can I pray with you? Which she wasn't into that night, and that's totally fine. We walked through, and she sat up, and I said, you know, we're here to help you understand what all of your options are so that you can make a decision and not make a decision that you're afraid of, that you're being pushed into, and that you feel like has to be done right now because nothing has to be done right now. You have time. Time is your best friend right now so that you can do what's best for you. And she sat up and told me a little bit more of her story. And it turns out that those two beautiful children that she had with her were from her current boyfriend. They're not doing so great together. And then she let me know that he wasn't too thrilled about having the first two kiddos. And he was certainly not thrilled about having this one. And the word adoption came up and we uh, walked through the rest of the appointment. She had some things to think about. She walked away with her prenatal vitamins, resources on adoption, resources for prenatal care and all of the things that she needed at that time and came back for her ultrasound, saw her baby's heartbeat and was convinced that at least not having a termination was the way she wanted to go. Whether she decided to keep the baby or give it up for adoption, she wasn't sure. Lo and behold, not very long later, I think it was probably about a month, she asked if she could have a second ultrasound so that some potential adoptive parents could meet the baby. And we provided that appointment. And since then, we haven't been able to get a hold of her, which is not uncommon. People find the resolution that they need, and then go on about their lives if they don't need any more services and sometimes don't want to think about the place where they were at when they walked through our door. So answering that phone when we call to check up on them isn't always their first priority, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But we know in our hearts that that baby was born and is out there in the world today being absolutely loved. So no matter what situation you find yourself in today, please talk to Pathways Clinic about the many options and resources that are available to you before you make a huge decision in your life. And make sure to check out the website, pathwaysclinic.care, if you find yourself in a similar situation to this woman who gave the child up for adoption, it seems. That would be pathwaysclinic.care. More with Kimberly Swenson next on Difference Makers. You're listening to Difference Makers, and if you tune in to 93.9 KPDQ and our sister station 104.1 The Fish next week, you'll hear some pretty great stories and in-depth testimonials from Kimberly Swenson and people she's been able to help out through Pathways Clinic. So, Kimberly, I love what you do not only for 
physical resources, but also for training and teaching before, during, and after a child's birth. But you're not one to hide options from people. So do you have any stories to share with us when it comes to different opportunities that Pathways Clinic has had in our community? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So um, everyone that walks in our doors doesn't always make the choice that we would want them to make. And that's a hard thing to swallow for us because we want so much for everyone to to make the choice that we want them to make. That's number one human nature. And that's, that's what we know God would want in his heart and what we want to see the potential in that life that he predetermined come to fruition. But we also know that God's plan is perfect and that we play a part no matter what. When a woman walks in the door, she's going to be provided with a pregnancy test. She's going to be provided with answers to her questions about every option, what medical procedures entail, what medications entail, what adoption could be, what parenting is going to be like and help through parenting. They are also offered that ultrasound so that they can be introduced to life. And not every mom chooses to watch the screen and we don't make them watch the screen. We ask them if she would like for us to turn the screen on because we are not going to force anybody to do anything. Nothing that happens in our clinic is mandatory for anybody. A gospel conversation is not mandatory for anybody. Prayer Corporate prayer with a person is not mandatory for anybody, but you better believe we're going to pray for them before, during, and after their appointment internally and throughout the clinic, because that's, that's what we do. We're, we're based in prayer. And so we've found through our own statistics that 89% of the women who walk into the clinic and have an ultrasound and see their baby will choose life. But that leaves a small percentage that are still feeling so much pressure by their situation or the world that they will make that decision. But they know, because we wrap them in love and resources, that we are there for them no matter what decision they make. And we are there to help them work through the aftermath and pick up the pieces after a decision to terminate. And We provide post-abortive healing and counseling. We have that kind of counseling available for women and men. And then again, the mental health counselor that's coming online. We will walk beside a woman for as long as she has a need. And planting those seeds and being God's and Jesus's hand and feet and sharing his grace because there's not a single person there in that clinic staff or volunteer wise that hasn't needed grace in their lives. And that's why we're there. I'm so glad you could be there for these families, no matter what they end up choosing. You're still there for them. Exactly. Congratulations on now adding a mental health counselor to the staff at Pathways Clinic. So what services will this add to what you're already doing? Well, we'll be able to provide uh, exactly that, uh, mental health counseling um, on a limited basis. Um, she's she's going to be one day a week and, again, free of charge. 
but she's she's there to walk patients through whatever it is they're they're dealing with at that time um pregnancy related or not so if you've spoken about your location in Washougal, Washington, just a little bit east of Vancouver, but that you appear to be outsizing it. So make, we, we make a dream list. A where dream do you, list. Where would you hope that maybe someday if God opens up the right door and if some additional funding comes through our radiothons on 93.9 KPDQ and 104.1 The Fish, where might you want to end up someday when it comes to size and location? I, I see the building in my head. I don't know if it's built yet, but I, I see it in my head. And it's this thing that um, has been growing in my mind for, for a while now. And it's not just a Pathways Clinic. We want to be centrally located uh, in the Vancouver area, in the very middle of Clark County, so that you can get to us from any direction, straight up 205, straight up I-5, Highway 500, um, easy to get to, Um and we, oh, I get so flustered when I talk about this because I'm so excited about it. But the building itself will be big. It will be very big. And it will house medical services on one side with expanded services um, into um, some more women's health services and um, more expanded STD testing and treatment. And then there will be a social services side with separate entrances and there's there's reasoning behind that um, so that people can walk in to the boutique and uh, get the items they need, take classes, that there is a, another space possibly on a second floor where we can house um, offices for other services in our area and other pro-life organizations to have office hours so that we are plug and play. We talk about having social resources and plugging people into those things. But what that looks like now is we have email addresses and phone numbers and websites. And sometimes we can call and get them an appointment. But it's very much putting somebody in that long queue of line uh, to wait on hold forever for um, counsel for the homeless or um, DSHS or, or any of those things. If we had a navigator in the building that could plug and play someone who is in those offices and everybody is pulled out of their silo and it's one place where you can go. And I also see a community classroom where we can provide education to the community. Uh, We actually have a curriculum that helps combat what's going on in our schools with comprehensive sex education that is based on relationship education for middle school, high school, and college age folks where we can actually walk them through relationship uh, scenarios and um, help them learn how to build self-confidence and confidence in their morals and values and be able to stand up to what's going on in the world. And there's a tiny little piece that sex education, as it should be, it's biology. It's basic human biology, which is what our kids should be learning. And we have that ability. We just don't have the space or the staffing to provide it. I'm so encouraged to hear stories like this from you and from the North Clackamas School District board candidate moms that we had interviewed in the past, standing up to give the kids the healthiest comprehensive education possible when it comes to their bodies and reproduction and and sex and things like that. So good for you, Kimberly. 
I know your story, but I think it bears repeating when it comes to how you fell into this in the first place. So let's back things up. Kimberly Swenson, where did you grow up in the first place? I uh, grew up in the beautiful town of Hot Springs, Arkansas. I was born and raised there. I went uh, all the way through middle school there. And going into my ninth grade year, um, my dad was transferred uh, to Troutdale, Oregon um, with uh, Reynolds Metals Company. And so the, the family packed up and, and left our entire family and moved to the great Pacific Northwest. I was going into ninth grade, um, graduated from high school uh, in Vancouver at Evergreen High School, um, met my husband shortly after as his graveyard waitress at Sherry's. He's a Clark County Sheriff at the time. And I was his cute little graveyard waitress at Sherry's. It was love at first sight. We were married not long after. And uh, four years later, much to the chagrin of having to wait so long for um, my parents and his parents, we started welcoming our children into the world. They had to wait a whole four years before they started getting their grandbabies. Um, but I have three beautiful children. Um, my oldest, Logan, is... Um, 25 and he um and my youngest son alec who's 21 both work at at the airport my beautiful daughter emily who is engaged and getting married this october um is uh actually going to school to be a counselor chip off the old block when it comes to the influence that you placed in front of her good for you good for you so was it tough moving out to the Pacific Northwest in ninth grade? And when did your faith become your own long before the Pathways Clinic position? So I, I grew up in a Christian family. I've always known who God and Jesus are. Went to church on occasion with um, grandparents and on special occasions. Both of my parents um, had to work to support us. And my dad worked shift work, which very often includes weekends and so physically being able to to go to church was not something that we did normally as a family i did start going with one of my best girlfriends from school oh my gosh way back in the day uh crystal and she got me going regularly with her she'd come pick us up and we'd go to church and sit through sunday school and i remember i think i was probably 10 or 11, we were sitting in church and Pastor Gene did an altar call. And it was one where everybody stood up while he prayed and you know, you, you have your eyes closed and your head bowed. And his call was, if you feel Jesus talking to you, if you, you can feel his spirit, if you can feel that you need him in your life, just open your eyes. And before I knew what happened, my eyes were open. And that's where it started for my personal walk. And then shortly after we moved and getting to know a new school, being the Southern girl who talked like this more often than not. And it still comes out quite often when I'm with family um, and sometimes when I sing. The going to church after we moved out here, again, wasn't something we could do regularly. And my 10th grade year, my sophomore year of high school, I started going to church again with a boyfriend and fell right back in, sang in the choir, helped lead 
Wednesday children's church things. And during my junior year, uh, we had a tragedy in my family. And my cousin, uh, who was like a sister to me, there, there were three of us who were close in age. Leslie was the oldest at 16, uh, living in California with her, her mom and, and family. I uh, had a boyfriend and she got on the back of a motorcycle with him and he hit a parked car and she was thrown and killed instantly. And I, I was heartbroken. Number one, having moved away from where my family lived and not being as close as we were and then, and finding this out. And I remember when my dad, I got home from school and my dad told me that Leslie had, had gone to be with Jesus. Um, my world changed and I, uh, on a Wednesday night, went to talk to the pastor at the church that I was going to um, and, and didn't have a good experience. Um, Leslie's stepdad um, was Messianic Jewish, and she had gone to temple with him a few times, and um, they weren't really practicing anything, really, at the time. And... Um, I went to talk to the pastor about what had happened and, and to get some, some just peace about why this could happen to somebody so young and beautiful and, and, and with so much potential for life. And he asked me about her and I, I told him about her and I told him about her stepdad and that she had gone. And he asked if she, she knew the Lord. And I, I said, well, yeah, we all, we all grew up that that's just what we know. And he's, yeah, but was she following the other faith? And you say, I, I don't know. She lived in California. I don't know where she was at. And I couldn't understand where the conversation was going. And he looked at me and he said, you know, that's too bad. And I didn't go back to church for a very long time, for a very, very long time through um, high school through getting married and having my kids. It wasn't until um, my daughter was invited to be in a church musical that um, we let her go because we, we knew the her friend and her f- friend's family and they were very involved and part of the, the church that they were going to. And we let her go and she was a part of the musical and I went to see it and I was in it the next year. And I was going to church and that what it brought me back to following Jesus and knowing that what I heard before was just somebody's opinion and that was not the truth. Um, and I have been with my church, Liberty Bible Church now um, in uh, Salmon Creek in Vancouver for more than 15 years. Oh, that's fantastic. So, Kimberly, thanks so much for sharing your story and about Pathways Clinic. And by all means, on our way out, do you want to give a plug to your next musical production at Liberty? <laughs> sure. Um, we are we have a long history at Liberty of musical productions. Um, so we, we would often do a, a Christmas musical. And we get to do one again this year. And that will um, be the week before Thanksgiving. We're, we're going to start all of the fun stuff soon. So that's coming up. We, we don't know who's doing parts or anything yet, but stay tuned. I, I hope to have one. 
We'll have to keep our eyes open for that. And thank you so much for what you're doing in our community, Kimberly Swenson, through Pathways Clinic. So make sure to tune in to 93.9 KPDQ and 104.1 The Fish next week to find out how you can help. You could also check out the website pathwayspartners.care and make sure to follow Pathways Partners on Facebook. Kimberly, thanks so much for all you're doing. Mike, it was a pleasure to be here again. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to Difference Makers. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.